Hello, faithful degenerate viewers. You may have noticed that we've been absent for a few months, and uh, I'd like to address that today. You know, uh, a couple months ago, good friend, co-host, friend of the podcast, Charlie Compono, uh, actually passed away. Out on one of his FedEx routes, he was mauled to death by a Bujan poodle. And, uh... Oh, what's up? Yeah, no. It's fine. Are you recording? No, 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 no. That's a, that red light means I'm not recording. Are you telling people I'm dead again? No. Stop telling people I died. You've done this before in the past. Stop telling people I've passed away. People have gotten concerned in the past. Yeah, but think of the GoFundMe campaigns we can put on. Yeah, we could really turn this into a lot of money. We couldn't. Nobody would donate to you. (laughs) That's. I'm dead, and now everyone doesn't give a shit. Oh shit! All right, what's what's up? Everybody, yeah, yeah, that was a fun little bit we just did. Yeah, yeah that's well, called a bit. We did a bit. We did a bit. We did a bit. Uh, do we do we talk about why we stopped doing this? Why did we stop doing this? Uh, no <laughs> one likes either of us. What? I like us. <sighs> I like me. I think we're okay. No, well, so, you know, my, you know, mental health and all that. We just took a little break. It's fine. We're back. We're here. Constantly mentally unhealthy. (laughs) Just surprisingly. However you fixed yourself is great. I'm still fucking. (laughs) For New Year's, my my family recommended that I do dry January. I thought you were going to say drugs. Yeah, they recommended I start hitting the fucking crack. They recommended that I start doing heroin. Yeah, they were like, maybe try like dry January. Dude, I got moist after like the fifth day. (laughs) But, uh... I'm moist right now. Oh, boy. Oh, I need my coffee. You did the roll-in? Yeah, I did the roll-in. I thought, you know, it's tradition Um, at this point. I will say, funny enough, I was, uh, I was working. And I got a call from you. I haven't heard from you in a while. And you said that... On a bit of a hiatus. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. I mean, it was a holiday season for a little bit, you know. I didn't mean anything. <laughs> but, um, I meant nothing. So, I was working and I got a call from you. And I'm like, oh shit, I haven't heard from Keegan in a while. And you told me that you watched a movie... I did. That was so bad mm-hmm. that it made you want to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, it shocked my system back to life. Yeah, if you want to maybe talk about your Such perspective a, on that a little bit. Well, you know, I heard that this little flick was was worth a watch from from many many of my contemporaries, including love of my life, my significant other. Wait, Light she, of my eye. She wanted to watch it. And I she said, she hadn't seen it. Prior she hadn't to, seen it. No. Okay. She was like, hey, there's that movie I want to watch. And I said, oh, people have said that movie's worth a watch. And I also happen to know it was produced by the Obamas. I was like, pique my curiosity. And then I watched it and felt violent rage the whole time. To a point where I have to slander it on the internet for all 200 of our viewers. If I could give it zero stars, I would. <laughs> well, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Dare I say, my friend, you want to do a podcast? Let's do a podcast. Let's do a fucking podcast. Dude, that was a pretty cool intro. Hey, thanks, man. That's good. I like that. I liked everything about that. You know what? I listened to our first episode the other day, and our intro was terrible. <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about. We were talking about that porno CD. 
Uh, which was funny. Yeah, it was funny I that just, you dug it out of the mud. The funniest part, I don't know where it is, by the way. It has since vanished. I didn't get rid of it. It just disappeared. <laughs> the funniest part of, to me is, though, is that uh, at some point you you just kind of, like, nervously intro it. You're like, do you want to... Do you want to do a podcast? Do a podcast. <laughs> we need to do a podcast. Then Lucas's heavy guitar. No, we didn't have the intro yet. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. We've come so far. Yeah, we now we have an intro. <laughs> now we have an intro. Now we have an intro, and our audio is only terrible sometimes. Yeah, this is. We should just call it the Problems Podcast. <laughs> well, if in case anyone is unaware, uh, me and Charlie have the technical skills of a ferret. <laughs> Not yeah. two ferrets. Just One singular ferret between trying, the two of us. Trying to do a work of two people, of two competent <laughs> human beings. We need a we need a Jamie. Oh yeah, right from uh, from what Rogan's podcast. If that's what you want to call him, sure. I, every podcast I look at, besides one, uh, has like a team of people running it. Yeah, we don't. It's have like that anything. must be nice. Yeah, right. That must be something cool. Um. Do we ever say the name of the movie? No, I was going to get into it. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah. Well, funny enough, it. you called me because, again, you were you were full of rage after you watched it. And you called me asking if I had seen it, which, funny enough, I watched it like two days before you called me about it because someone recommended it to me. And I was browsing Netflix with Serena, and she was like, "Yeah, let's just put that on because it you're gonna all watch... traces back to women." She was like, "You're gonna watch nine trailers and then put on fucking just a random show and fall asleep." She's like, "We'll just pick a movie." So we picked this movie, and it's called "Leave the World Behind," starring Jennifer Garner. Uh, and boy, howdy, what, I wish everyone involved what, in this movie left the, the world behind. Julia Roberts. It was Julia Roberts. I'm going to tell everyone this right now. I'm going to call Julia Roberts Jennifer Garner at least 10 times during this podcast. Who? Julia Ro- Julia Roberts. Who? <laughs> I'm going to call her Jennifer Garner. I get the name. You're going to call who? What? Ethan Hawke. Who's Mar- Ethan Hawke? Mahershala You mean Ali. Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon's also <laughs> in it. What, yeah, you just said his name. I said Ethan a plethora of people are in it, and a fuck ton of CGI deer. <laughs> With the the alpha deer and his haram. <laughs> here's my, here's I'm the biggest deer on Long Island, and these are my ninety wives. Yeah, so it takes place in fake Long Island, the fakest Long Island I've ever seen. Yeah, but uh, but let's let's dive into this thing properly. So leave the world behind. Uh, is it what you Man, what would you call it? And and just four the, months, and you've forgotten our formula. Yeah. Oof. We it didn't do the a... plot summary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened. There wasn't a cut. Nope. Shut up. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can uh, we can jump into a plot summary with Keegan. How did it go again? You did like the Jeopardy music once. This is going to be hard because obviously we didn't take any notes. No notes. We're going into this thing fucking blind We're going in raw. Going fucking raw, raw lubeless, dry. Do you remember? Remember, I went in raw for the first time, and I like ran into work and grabbed you. I'm like, dude, I did it raw for the right, first uh, time. Hold on, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna stop you right there. Rewind five seconds, please. Do not imply that I was present for you going raw first time. Did you remember you were right next to me? Yeah. <laughs> remember when I was guiding you in by the butt cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> Get in there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Feel, feel how slippery it is. Yeah, you were you were not on the raw train for quite some time. A long time I was not on the raw train. You're like, I don't get it. Why wouldn't you use a condom? That's yeah, I'm like, that's horribly, not, horribly unsafe. I'm such a nerd. I'm like, it's not safe. <laughs> and then like, sure listen, enough, man. I got so gross after I started doing that. <laughs> yeah, that, actually, that's the reason you're so gross is because you went raw for the first time. Yeah, that was like the turning point. Because I think after that point, I'm like, oh, fucking cares. Kids, the moral of the story is wear condoms. Yeah. But I remember I went into work and I just grabbed you by the shoulders. I'm like, dude, I fucking did it. And you were like, yeah, dude, I've been doing it for years. I'm like, yeah, but I always thought it was so Jesus insane. Christ, don't make me sound like an animal. Yeah. I've been raw dogging for years. Well, okay, in your defense, you were in a relationship for, for that long time. No, I wasn't. It was like a six-month relationship. Dude, I was trying to help you. I used to have raw gay sex with men. 
Right. Yeah, gay bathhouses. We used to kick it, you know. Yeah, you know, I actually, I called my brother to say I was on my way here, and he was like, what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I'm going to Keegan's, going to kick it for a little bit. He's like, I'd be careful who you say that around, because kick it means, like, when two guys gay. I'm like... When two guys gay all over each yeah, other. Yeah, they, they, when they just gay. When they, they just, just gay They up. just start gaying. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm going to Keegan's to ass fuck him real quick. Like, don't... I'm going to gay... He's going to guide me in by the butt cheeks. By the butt cheeks while I go in raw. Yeah, right? That's the the hot new thing. Hand on each cheek. Anyway. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep doing this little shove? That's what I'm talking about. I got a hand on each butt cheek and I... <clears throat> Get in there. Uh, but anyway, so let's do this then I hold you by the Then I hold you by the hips tenderly and I, I do the penetrating, you know. I do that. You never been... You never been... You never been humped? You never, <laughs> you never been... You never came in for the assist hump right there? Back and forth, buddy. Back and forth. I give you a little massage while you're down there. Do the plot <laughs> summary. I'm going to throw up. Oh, my God. If you can um, even remember. I can remember uh, because it it's awful. <laughs> uh, fucking Ethan Hawke wakes up one day uh, in his beautiful penthouse Manhattan apartment to Julie Roberts being an absolute fucking psycho. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, we gotta go. We gotta go to Long Island. We gotta get the fuck out of here. She's like, I wanted to be spontaneous. Nothing more spontaneous than a trip to Montauk. (laughs) Why does she sound like Foghorn Leghorn? I said, I said, I'm getting pretty tired of the city. I said, I said, I want to sit on Jones Beach. So they go to fake Long Island. Go to fake Long Island. And while they're there, the world ends, maybe. But no one seems to fucking notice. <laughs> the world ends maybe we don't know a boat crashes into the island that took so long to happen and nobody cared not he, even a little the bit. daughter was like dad that boat's heading towards us he's like yeah huh. that is pretty far away well, yeah, I don't know. who knows and then like a half hour later it gets close he's like dad that boat's getting real close he's like that's just what boats do like, we should probably run don't you know boats just yeah. point at land and just gun it? Yeah, and then it hits the sand. <laughs> it's gonna Tokyo. Like... It's gonna Tokyo drift past us. Yeah, right. create a bunch of waves. <laughs> Woo! Spring break. Yeah. So then they're staying in this like Airbnb, and randomly one night the owner shows up with his daughter in tow, and they're like, "We gotta stay here because reasons," and then ensues. Wait like an hour and a half of them just existing near each other, yep. you know, for reasons. And slowly it reveals the reasons, I guess. At some point the world ends. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Hit the nail on the head there, pal. I, you know what? I, I, I'm going to stop there because that's really all the movie is. And you might be wondering, what about the ending? Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We will get there. I'm not going to include it because the movie just kind of abruptly ends, but we'll get there. All right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess we'll dive in. Dive into that pussy, baby. So this was, I don't even want to really bring up too much that it was produced by the Obamas because they just slapped their fucking name on it. You know what I mean? Well, so uh, looking into the movie. Um, I found out that the reason it was made is because it's Obama's favorite book. Not favorite. He liked the book, I think. Which, I I read the reviews for the book and they're just as bad. Um, apparently, the book was more... The, the, the couple that, show, that owns the house, Marshal Ali's character, G.H. or George, they couldn't decide. <laughs> um, his character is like an old white man and he shows up with his old white wife. In the movie, they were like, "Let's make black. let's make him black, black, which is fine, but let's make the other character uh, his daughter, which then we don't have a character to base her on, so she's going to be the most annoying part of the movie." Which she was. Yeah, the only original character in the entire fucking movie 
and she's probably the worst fucking character. I concur. Like, yeah, real good job, guys. You're you showing did, off your writing chops. You nice. Great. Literally the only part of the movie you had to come up with was fucking awful. That's Netflix for you, baby. Ew. We don't have any notes, so this Rusty. is going to be hard for us. Yeah, this is a, a very reminiscent of our early days where we would just wing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell what. Let's talk about this character. Yeah. So the daughter she, character. Yeah. So, let's talk about all the characters. Fuck sure. It. Uh, she was very annoying. Un- she was annoying, and she was very un- unnecessarily skeptical of the family at the house. And it's like it's not a, just skeptical, skeptical, not just skeptical, but like hostile. Yeah, like in their face, in her, in her skepticism, which, which she had no motive for doing that because they rent out the house. It's like they weren't. She acted <laughs> like they weren't expecting people in the house. And then she was also upset that they were upset that they spent thousands of dollars to be there, and then when they showed up. They didn't just willingly leave. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is our house. Why are we sleeping in the basement? Uh, bitch, because that's what happens when you rent out a house. Yeah. People just, sleep in it. Yep. And they don't just leave when you show up. Yeah. And then there's a, at one point she like tries to make friends with Ethan Hawke's character. So they like go out back. and like, Is that what she was trying to do? I couldn't tell. if she, well, that, they, well, they were like just chilling. They were kicking it, smoking a <laughs> They were kicking it, having gay sex. Yeah. So they're smoking a joint. She was fucking Ethan Hawke up the ass with a strap on. <laughs> you want the 10 inch or the 12 inch? Ooh, bow howdy, is that length or girth? <laughs> Both. It's <laughs> just a real cinder block of a cock. Oh, um, whoa. But they're smoking a J, and then uh, she like goes back to the dad, and she's like, yeah, that guy really wants to fuck me. And it's like, well, because it's that all right. Up. So, th- so that's what uh, th- I was watching that going. She's trying to fuck Ethan Hawke. I don't yeah. know why, yeah. but she's trying to fuck she Ethan Hawke. It was like flirty and weird. That maybe they wanted you to think one thing. She goes, Have you ever fucked any of your students? And, he and was he's like, <laughs> He was like, Yeah, he was mid hit of a, of, a, of a weed pen. He was like, <laughs> Who, me? What? <laughs> me? You can't do that. That's a teacher. No, yeah. I don't do that. Oh man! And then it like was weirdly tense, but Ethan Hawke was just kind of vibing. First of all, Ethan Hawke's character was just vibing the whole movie. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He about like it did not, except for one exact moment where he like murdered a Spanish woman. Yeah, <laughs> that was so random. She didn't murder her; he just left her out in the streets. She, which the fact that there's no threat. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but we'll get there. Um, yeah, I didn't like her. She also made everything about race, which is kind of the point of her character, I guess, and the point of making them black. But it just didn't fit because it's like the the original story is still there, and the original story didn't have anything to do with race. So it's, like, really shoehorned in there. Yeah, you have to, like, add these plot points that aren't... And, like, none of the other characters acknowledge it. She just keeps, like, making it about race. Yeah. But the original characters just have their original lines. They're old white people. Julia Roberts was, like, mildly racist about it, but... uh, Yeah, you want to watch a movie full of racism, you should watch You People. (laughs) That was our first episode. I think Julia Roberts was... uh, She was a little... she was. It was there, but like her character wasn't written with that intention to begin with. Yeah, I think she was also just nervous that these people were just like in the basement. Well, like it's an unsettling feeling. It was which I fairly kinda, justified. Yeah, which I kind of liked that aspect of it that these people are in, like this movie had me in the first half. Yeah, you know. But then once I I paused it at a certain point to like go to the bathroom quick, and I saw that there was only like ten minutes left. I'm like. Oh, this movie's fucked. <laughs> like, this movie's fucked. Well, it it would have been nice if that's what the movie was about. Yeah. But it was about all this other shit, and they just happened to be occupying yeah. the it's same just space. People reacting to shit, and like you're not you're not in the shit because nothing was really happening where they were because they were isolated in Montauk. That was so weird. And then like cause... the TVs weren't working, so it's like they're all freaking out about shit that like no one knows about. Like, no one knows anything. And it's like, we don't really get any information. 
Except for GH for some reason. Yeah, he just seemed to know what was going on. He seemed to know what was going on and also not know what was going on at the same time. Because they wanted you to think he was, like, involved somehow and he was hiding it. But then in the end... He just doesn't know anything. <laughs> He's yeah. like, all right, let's get to his character. I, I, I like, I like, what's his name? Ali. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala. Yeah. I like him and I think he acted well. Yeah. That's fine. He's phenomenal. Actually. His character was fucking stupid though. Yeah. I mean, like his character, first of all, from the get go, cannot figure out if he wants to be called George or GH, yeah. which is the most pretentious thing I've ever heard my in my life. My name is George, but you can call me... <sighs> He's like most people call <laughs> most people call me GH. Why? You're not an author. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, can I call you GH? I don't know. He's like, actually, just call know. me George. Actually, just call me GH. Yeah. And it's like they kept switching back and forth. It's pick one. I don't know. Pick one. GH yeah. was cool. George is cool. Either one. My dog's name is George. Cool name. I like that name. Not a bad name. Just go with that. But like, some people call him GH. I mean, some people. I mean, Kevin Bacon. Um. And his character was just fucking annoying because he would wait to tell you really important things. Like, the order he told you things was awful. Yeah. Like, he goes to the beach. He goes to, like, his friend's house to, like, get a satellite phone. And he goes to the beach that's connected to the house. And he finds a corpse. And then he finds a plane. And then a plane crashes into him. (laughs) And he runs back to the house everybody's in. Yeah, the Doesn't worst, mention the, it. <laughs> the worst part about that was to me, he's like on the beach trying to get like a signal or whatever, and he sees in the corner of his eye the corpse, and he's like, oh shit, and he walks over and he's like standing over it, and then he looks up and just sees the <laughs> entire plane crashed on the beach. It's like, how do you not see that? <laughs> what are your eyes fucking broken? Yeah, like, how did you not notice that? There's a giant, he's like, it's like the big reveal, but it's like. What the fuck? You know, like, you didn't see that before? And then they had this really cheaply done, like, north by northwest shot of the plane coming at him when he's, like, running away. And he waited so long to run. He's staring at it for several seconds. Yeah, he's probably like, that'll go over my head. I mean, even if it wasn't, there's there's already a plane crash there. I'd be like, maybe. But then he runs back to the house and... There was something else. And he's like, I got the phone. <laughs> like, yeah, there was something else he had to tell them. I don't really remember. There was something else he had to tell them, and he told them that first. And then, like, five minutes later, he's like, oh, by the way, a plane almost crashed into me. Which, all right, I will concede, it's because his daughter was there, and... Probably she, didn't want to freak her out. His wife was supposed to be on a plane back to New York that day. Yeah. So he didn't want to say it in front of his daughter... And freak her out, because oh, what if my mom was on the plane? Whatever. The point is that that's not the only time he does it, and every single time it's stupid. Yeah, that's the one time where, where it has, like, a justifiable excuse. Yeah, I mean, so his character, like, besides him being, like, stupid with that stuff, like, I did, I did like, he had some nice moments between him and Julia Roberts. Towards you the mean end. when they randomly wanted to fuck for five seconds and then they stopped? Yeah, they were, like, dancing. But you know what? Outside of everything else, like, that scene alone, to me, seemed like kind of a natural scene. It was a good scene. But it didn't fit in that movie. Yeah, it was a good... A lot of this... A lot of the good parts of this movie are independent of the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of good scenes written in the movie that, when you put them all together, make absolutely no sense. Yeah. And I think it's because they were trying to, like, tack on a a movie onto a story that was already written. Yeah. Uh... For no reason. I don't know. <laughs> like, fuck it. But yeah, and again, this is a movie that it's kind of hard to review because, like, I feel like we're kind of bouncing all over, but, like, the movie did That's that. how the movie was. That's how the movie was. Like, it, again, it was just, like, thing after thing, nothing, like, tied together. Like, can we talk about, like, the, like, the fucking deer, please? <laughs> sure. Okay, they're out by the pool, and, like, the older son of, like, Jennifer Garner. Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke, they have, like, an older son and, like, a daughter. So, like, the son is, like, snapping photos of Mahershala Ali's daughter at the pool. <laughs> and he's like, I'm totally going to fucking I'm jerk, jerk my I'm fucking, jerk I'm going to jerk my pungus in. Just, <laughs> I'm going yeah, to whack my willy to yeah, this baby. and flick my little fucking oh acorn pouch. I'm gonna God. I can't wait to flick my bean to yeah, this. He, like, doesn't wait. know. And it's, and it's like he's, <laughs> he like... 
Oh, I'm going to finger my pussy. Yes. Like you don't have one of those. I can't wait to fist my <laughs> fucking <laughs> Oh, bro, I'm going to so, penetrate my pee hole to this. <laughs> so, like, he takes these, like, also, like, just really awkward shots of her in a bathing suit. And then I'm like, you know, he was... Is he going to zerk off to these? He's going to fucking zing his <laughs> fucking gonna, ping. And then, uh, sure enough, it, like, cuts to him, like... Like hardcore jerking <laughs> it in the fucking bed. I just, but he's fucking sixteen, like, and the and the comforter was over him, so you just see. It's a... <laughs> and it it was it held for so long, like it wasn't a quick joke. It was like a whole scene yeah, of I'm him like, just being like, "I'm like, holy shit, am I gonna watch this guy come?" And then his teeth fall I'm, out. My fucking girlfriend straight up was like, "Oh no, not I don't want to watch this kid jerk off." It's like, yeah, me neither. And he's like. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so that happens. But when they're at the pool, all these fucking deer show up. And then, like, they, the daughter, the, deer, the young the, daughter. The deer notices. were a reoccurring motif, too. It was the, yeah. They, just, they kept showing up and, like, staring into the house like deer do. They're like. Yeah. So, like, the younger daughter who all she wants to do is watch Friends. Fuck She's her. on the last episode of Friends. And all she wants to do is watch the finale, but the power's out. So she sees the deer, and then she like goes over to everyone like, oh, there were a bunch of deer in the yard. They're like, okay. But then there's a shot when they're talking in the house at night, like the camera pans past a window, and you just see a deer like five feet from the window. like <laughs> It's like in the bushes. There's three of them. Yeah. And you know what was funny like about? Right there. Funny about that shot, too, is it immediately pans over, and GH is sitting there, and I out loud went, he would have seen those deer. He's sitting in front of the window. This, this <laughs> and it's like, guy. it's the classic horror movie trope of thing happens behind character. Character doesn't see it. Yeah. And then immediately pans over to GH staring out the window like to, a, to where the deer yeah. were. And he didn't say shit about it. Yeah, with like he had like a glass of whiskey or whatever. And he's like, <sighs> I thought it was intentional. Like he knew what was going on. But since the movie ends and it turns out he didn't know what was going on, I go, he just see those deer yeah. and completely ignore them. <laughs> So then the deer just keep like coming around and then like, and then they, the sun gets like, they're in the woods looking for the deer or whatever. And the sun gets bit by a tick and then his fucking teeth fall out. I wish he, he got bit by a deer. And then yeah. <laughs> 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 just, just fucking took a chunk out of him. Yeah. And, then, and, and you think the tick is the that reason. That deer is, gave me AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I got deer AIDS. I heard you got Lyme disease. No, it was AIDS. This movie would have t- would have been so much better if it took place in like Kentucky instead of Long Island. Yeah, right? Oh shit, there's deer. So they the kid gets bit by a tick, and then like at the end of the movie, his teeth start falling out, and you think it's maybe because of the tick. He thinks that he's like yeah. I got bit by a bug. Oh. Yeah, well, and then it turns out he just got radiation poisoning <laughs> or whatever when when no one else in the house did. Only he got radiation. Yeah, they try to explain it with like, ooh, microwaves. But yeah, like, different characters are affected in different ways. But it's Julia, like, uh, yeah, Julie Roberts wasn't affected while it was while. So the, occasionally they get like blasted by this really intense noise, noise like a silent, and it you know it's the microwaves, whatever. But like, he got radiation poison from it. Even though his sister was also outside, and Julie Roberts takes off running out into the woods while it's happening. Yeah. And I think Ethan Hawke at that point was driving around lost. He's just vibing. He's just vibing. He's just fucking vibing. vibing. Being mad racist to Mexican ladies. (laughs) So then, like, so then at the end, the deer running around, and Julia Roberts starts screaming at all the deer and they're like circling around Julia Roberts and then they're all just staring and it was kind of creepy. Yeah. And then, and then Julia Roberts was like, ah, get out of here. And that, the deer that, were just like, that was kind of creepy. And then they immediately ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, bear, go yeah. away deer. But the deer were like, I don't, it never explained why the deer gave a shit about them. Like the deer would just show up and they'd be like, what's going on here? And yeah. Then they'd fuck off. And the movie, Never bothered to tell you why they did that. It was the same thing as the fucking flamingos. You oh, yeah, remember flamingos the, just showed up. Flamingos in the pool. show up. They land in the pool and they hang out. For those of you not native to Long Island, we don't have fucking flamingos. Have flamingos. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so I don't know what they were doing there. I don't. 
Yeah, it's fucking. Uh, it's called spoiler, fucking stupid. Spoiler alert! Uh, it turns out it's like uh, uh, the ending is the, the U.S. is being it's terrorized. It's exploding. like yeah, terrorists infiltrate, and it's based yeah. on this plan that the U.S. had where they would infiltrate a country and basically cause a civil war. Yeah, they like blew out the satellite or some shit. Yeah, they it, it's like a three-step plan. I don't remember yeah. it exactly. I don't give a shit. It was really poorly done. But you you like cut off communications, then you like make everybody paranoid, and then the third step is you walk in after they kill all of each other. Yeah. Like, okay, cool, but I don't <laughs> Yeah, great. Where that falls flat for me is that the characters in the movie never interact with anyone but each other. And it the gets ca- old. The cast, so the cast for this movie was like eight people. Yeah. They never interact. The only person they interact with outside of the people within their house is one Mexican lady. And Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and Kevin Bacon is some hick who's like, some. For, he's a hick who lives in the Hamptons. He was a hick that lives in a, on a plantation on Long Island. And it's like, yeah, and he's like, now, you know, this was going to happen. That's why I prepared. You ain't prepared. He was in the movie for five seconds. Yeah. He's a doom prepper. So, and the stupidest part is the, when the son's teeth start falling out, they're like, we got to go talk to Kevin Bacon. He's the only one that can help us. Why? Because he stores cans in his basement. I'm actually a dentist. (laughs) He's like, what do you mean? Like, they're like, he's the only one that can help us. There's hospitals. There's you're in the Hamptons. Well, There's probably well, doctors. Well, remember when they tried to leave? Then the and the fucking <laughs> the Teslas Sunset Highway was filled with fucking Teslas that were just like driving themselves and crashing into one. That's another. the only part of the movie I liked because it was so stupid, but definitely in line with something that would happen on Long Island. Yeah, right. Everyone's they like Tesla just starts. They got hacked and like driven it straight from the dealership to clog up all the highways. And, like, <laughs> the only thing that sucked about that was when Julie Roberts turns around and sees more Teslas coming. And she's like, oh, God, Ethan Hawke, get back in the car. Get back in the car. And he's like, what do you mean, babe? I'm just chilling. Yeah. He's like, let's go that. surfing, babe. And she's like, get back in the fucking car. And they jump in the car. And she turns around as, like, a 30-point turn. And yeah. then just starts driving straight towards the incoming Teslas. Yeah, it's like the grass is right there. It's like she's yeah, she's just dodging them, like, switching from lane to lane like a fucked up frogger. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, get off the fucking highway. <laughs> you doing? Dude, and so she drives a Jeep. Like, even the shittiest yeah. Jeep can drive on grass. <laughs> she's got, like, a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. Like, yeah, just drive on the grass, dude. Like, I liked the shot style of that scene. when Because it was around, they were parked like, they were on the road, but like around a bend. Yeah. So she like goes to look in one of the Teslas and sees that they're, you know, self-driving fucking whatever. No one's in any of them. And she turns around and sees her family parked on the highway. And then around the bend, you hear more Teslas coming. <laughs> You know they're going to get smashed to shit. Mm-hmm. Like again, that's another scene. Like in itself, is yep. like, is like okay. That's like pretty weird and like it's a good creepy. scene. Yeah, it just does but, it. It it doesn't work because then they they have to go back. Yeah, they go, they go back, it, and the daughter's like, but they fucking white people are bad. <laughs> they act like that's the only highway. Though, yeah, I think I don't know. So I don't know. It's really hard to tell where they are because. It's, it's fake Long Island. It's fake Long Island. It's made to look like Montauk, and it's set yeah. in Montauk, but they can see Manhattan from where yeah. their house is. Like, can I bring up the end real quick, or are we... I already... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, after uh, Julia Julia Roberts yells at all the deer, the camera, like, pans up to, like, the Manhattan skyline, and everything's, like, on fire. They're getting, like, bombed. But Yeah, but it's like, if you were in Montauk... It's, You're not looking at Manhattan. Long Island is three hours across. Uh, you can't see Manhattan yeah. beyond, like, Queens. Yeah. I think on, like, a really clear day, there's parts of Nassau County where you can see it. Like, maybe some faded buildings. Yeah, like, you can see but, the skyline. But it's, like, west. <laughs> like, it's it, not... Like, they would be looking at Connecticut. <laughs> and I know that wasn't Connecticut. <laughs> And, it's, and it was like five feet away. 
I feel like it was so close. Hilarious. And uh, this joke's going to land. I have to preface this joke by saying that the guy who directed it is um, a guy from New Jersey. What this, this version of Long Island, the setting is like a rich Jewish guy's idea, a rich Jewish New Jersey guy who's only ever driven straight to Montauk. It's his idea yeah. of what Long Island is. It's just nothing from Manhattan to Montauk, and then yeah. you're just there. It's like, this guy has never stopped anywhere. He just oh my, got yeah. on the LIE and gunned it for Montauk for three hours. Yeah. I was like, this guy has like a vacation home yeah, in he's, Montauk. He's never gotten off any exits. He's never, he has absolutely no idea what Long Island looks like for beyond Montauk and Manhattan. Yeah. Because the movie straight up deletes all of Long Island. It's like... Yeah. It's like it's like literally, they were like in their Brooklyn apartment or Manhattan apartment, whatever the fuck. And then she's like, I booked us a trip. He's like, okay. And then they're just at Jones Beach <laughs> or uh, fucking Montauk Beach, whatever the fuck. And it's It was like, hard to... T- it, it was like clearly based on real places that we know. So like the whole time I was watching it being like, where the fuck are they? Yeah, like, is that Robert like, Moses? Is it Jones? But like, yeah, and then and they then, like went to like a little market, and that's when Julie Jennifer Julia <laughs> Roberts sees Kevin Bacon like loading up his truck with a lot of water bottles. I saw, and then when they go back to that house and like everything hits the fan, she's like, "I saw a guy. I saw a guy. There was a guy who was loading a lot of water into his. There truck. was a man. He knew this was gonna happen. Oh my god! And then the kids, like the son, just starts jerking off. He again. just starts like, jerking off. He knows what does he know? The fuck the does he know? Footloose. You have any good? <laughs> any good? Any good sick pics? Can you jerk my little pungus. Oh my god! The guy from Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't talk he, about Tremors. Did he whip here. out his big fucking worm? <laughs> what do you mean? I love Tremors. We've definitely talked about Tremors. Against my will. You like Tremors? Shut up. It wasn't that Excuse bad. Excuse my French. The hell you say? <laughs> Sorry for the language. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Tremors 1 was a masterpiece. The rest of them is one that started to fall off. You don't say. What? Oh my god. Um... Anyway, yeah, uh, this movie was really just riddled with issues. Uh, everything collapsed on itself. It was a bunch of like fake leads into that ultimately oh. landed into nothingness. D- the the amount of red herrings in this movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it, like, well, that's my biggest issue with it. Is and because it, it wasn't fooling me. I don't know if I'm just a fucking genius. I just watched too many movies. But the whole time, I was like, this isn't tricking me. I know none of this is real. Like, G.H. being so shady all the time, and Julie Roberts not trusting him, and the whole time, it's like, it keeps, he keeps mentioning that he is, like, he is a client. He's in a, like, a, I guess he's, like, an, uh... He does uh, something for the government. He's an accountant. That No, yeah. this is, he's, like, an accountant. He's, like, a numbers guy. Um... But he keeps mentioning, like, one of his clients is, like, a high-up military advisor or something. So he keeps mentioning that he might know more than he's letting on. But as he he reveals more of what he knows, it turns out he doesn't know shit. Yeah, everything just keeps falling into, like, nothingness. And then, like, oh, well, this is how it actually ends. The daughter, uh, Julie Roberts' daughter, just, like, leaves... (laughs) She just fucking leaves. Uh, I didn't know we were going to get into this. And then she, like, finds some house. Which, by the way, is also another red herring. Yeah. It's like, oh, the daughter went missing. No, she didn't. She left willingly. Yeah. And she went to this house that she wanted to go to. Take it away. Yeah, she went to this house, and then it's, like, stocked with food. There's a bunker. There's a bunker. (laughs) There's a gym. There's, like, endless supply of water. I don't know. she, like pigs out really quick before you keep going i don't want to make it sound like we're picking on this movie we are or we're nitpicking things but in the grand like when you look at the movie as a whole all these little things make up dog shit yeah but something that bothered me more than it should have is their the this family had their secret underground bunker that they built off the books had a gigantic spotlight coming off of it. This huge light 
that was so bright she saw it from the main floor of the house and then followed the light into the basement. And it's like, that's a secret bunker. Why do you have a beacon? <laughs> why do you, They're gay. Why is it? Don't, don't you blame the gays? It it just blew my mind. I, it's like yeah. that kind of shit is this, that's this whole movie was an hour and a half of shit like that. Yeah. Like I have to nitpick these scenes because that's all, all there these is. Little scenes that made up like a bad movie. It's all there so is. She finds the bunker. She like slides this door open and it's like wall to wall. Wasn't locked. With, yeah. It's a secret bunker. Yeah. Why wouldn't but, you lock it? But when she goes into the basement, she opens this door and it's like wall to wall with like every TV show, every movie. And what does she do? She picks out the 10th season of Friends. I got to find out what happened to Rachel and Ross. She got off the plane. She got off. So <laughs> so she was jerking off down there. She was cranking her shank. She was fucking yanking her chain dude so uh so she puts in friends and then she like clicks play and she's just this she's like this little girl on this giant couch looking up at this like giant movie theater like tv screen and it cuts to black and you just hear so no one told you life was gonna be this way and that's the end of the fucking movie and it just, that's it that's the fucking <laughs> that's, the, that, end that's of the, fuck- the end of the movie and you're thinking to yourself oh maybe they resolved all the other plot lines and characters before well, that happened well no. you know what the well you know what the the theme of this movie was the friends theme no one told you life was gonna be this way Shit just happens. How terrible. <laughs> you know, when Is that, I, was that the message of the movie? Who fucking knows? Nothing happened. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, when that biplane drove over Ethan Hawke, when he's driving around and just dropped all these, like, Korean menus or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, they were, uh, it was like, it was like Islamic propaganda. Uh, I thought it was like K-pop. And menus. the kids, the kid could read it for some reason because he's played like Call of Duty. Yeah. He's like, that says death to America. And they're like, how can you read this? He goes, I can't, but that definitely means death to America. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Hold on about? one sec. My teeth are falling out and I got to go hey, jerk Hold on, let me go. <laughs> yeah. Just spit out somebody's teeth here. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I guess we could talk about the kids. Yeah. They were so weird and like so oddly okay with what was going on around them yeah because jennifer garner julia roberts was like oh why don't you kids just go play in the pool and like of course the daughter's like okay because she's like 10 but the son is like 17 18 like he's not stupid no. but he just like jumps in the pool anyway and he's like yippee and it's i like, mean uh, if um, when i'm on vacation all i want to do is jump in the pool and i'm a 26 year old man i no, i get it completely but when you know the, shit's the- yeah, the, I mean, the crazy part to me is that, like, they didn't give a shit at all. Like, the the, the little girl just wants to fucking watch Friends yeah. the entire time. The son just wants to fuck that black girl. <laughs> the son like, is just horny and he's bored. He's so horny, and he starts pulling he, his teeth out. I gotta fuck he's something. Trying, I gotta fuck something. He's ah. trying to fuck a different girl, which, by the way, he asks his parents to drive him to her house so she could he could fuck some girl. Yeah. The balls on this kid. When they drive there, he gets like a text from some chick and it's like, I she shared her location. And he's like, dad, can we go here? And his dad's like, uh, no. I don't even remember that. Dude, Dude, this me. kid's so fucking horny. This, this kid's, kid's, so this kid's cranked up. I mean, listen, he's got game though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's pulled, got... He pulled one chick and then he imaginary pulled another. Yeah. But then... Hey, so, he's still got those booty pics. Yeah, they're so they're... The first realistic thing they do is they're like, we're bored, let's go do something. So they walk out into the woods, and there's a shed out there. And and then he just, like, traumatizes his sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, like, you know, and, oh, God, more of this shit. The shed, I thought the whole time, was going to be more important than it was. And the shed ended up being absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, nothing at all. But they keep going back to the shed. And like somebody was like living in it or something, or the deer were living in it. I don't know. The de- one deer's in there just <laughs> the drinking deer's, tea. Deer's in there jerking off. Just, yeah, to to the to the pictures of the girls. The pool. <laughs> yeah, Polaroids though. Like, They're just fucking. Get out of my room. Yeah, get out of my room. They're just making deer noises. Mid comes. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Rub my antlers. <laughs> Rub my antlers. Stomach. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Get the fuck out! 
Um, they kept going back there, and the 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 brothers like looking through the window, and he's like freaking. He's like, "Isn't that your bedroom? Is that where you're sleeping?" And the daughter's like. I gotta get out of here and watch Friends. Yeah. And she takes off running, and then she sees a house, and she's like, we should go there. And he goes, no. And she goes, okay. And that's the house she goes to at the end. I don't know. It was so... I don't know. It was fucking... Nothing. Just nothing. It was just a movie about... It was a nothing sandwich. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. When I... The the way that I tell what a good movie is, at least to me, is if I want to watch it again. Right. Never fucking watch that. Or if I'm like, yo, I saw this movie. I gotta show this to my friends. Right. I gotta show this to someone. Like, like I'll, you know, either like call you about a good movie, or I'll, I'll hang out with cousin Joe and be like, dude, you're coming over and we're watching this fucking movie, and it's dope. But like this dude, like this movie, and it got a lot of hype. Like I, I saw like, I mean, you know, you scroll through TikTok, whatever. For me, my feed is all movies. Yeah. So it's like. You know, they're like, oh, this movie's out now. And everyone's, like, talking about it or whatever. And I'm like, dude, this movie is, like, really, like, nothing good <laughs> at all. Like, again, in the first half, I was just – I'm always trying to figure out where it's going to go. Like, again, the kid gets bit by the bug. I'm like, that's got to be something weird. Mm-hmm. Or, like, because I didn't – I went in blind. I didn't watch a trailer. I didn't know what it was yeah, about. I, I had no it. idea. So I'm like, what the fuck? The only thing I knew is that it was produced by the Obamas. Yeah, I I knew that when it. I didn't even know that, but going in, it like popped up on the screen. I'm like, okay. I immediately forgot about it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like, it just was a movie that just fell flat and, you know, it would build something up and it would fall down on itself and it'd build something up and fall down on itself. And you couldn't pin down the characters because they just kept like turning back on their own personalities. Yeah. You know, that was, I mean, that's, that's why it was so irritating with the, with the red herrings is, is yeah. It didn't go anywhere. There had to be like eight of those. Eight. There was eight a minute. There yeah. was eight. There was the whole movie. I feel was like a, just writing the script. They were like, Oh, like I'll write this in. Cause maybe that could like come in later. And yeah. Then, they think they're being they, clever and they're tricking people, but it's like, yeah, but you're annoying me. <laughs> You're, you're fucking pissing it has me to, off. It has to go somewhere. Like it, there were just so many. It's like the well, the point of red herrings is that you mix them in with real shit. Yeah. Um. Like, I can't even think of any examples. Uh. I got nothing. But <laughs> you mix it in with real stuff. The problem is with this movie, it was all red herrings. It was nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you. That was you mentioned. Take this, yeah, you take this it, situation or this item or this thing that can mean nothing, but then it comes in to mean something. You're trying to sow doubt. You're trying to make the viewer question what they're seeing. That's the point of a red herring. And a red herring, by design, isn't meant to go anywhere. But when you have nothing but red herrings, when you get to the end of it, you have all build up and no payoff. Like. Like, this movie ends, and New York is getting, like, bombed, but I thought the whole point of the plan was that they'd kill each other, and they don't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, if you were going to invade America, why waste all this fucking time and all this shit if you're just going to bomb them anyway? Was yeah. that America bombing itself? I don't know. That wasn't communicated to me. Yeah. Why would... Were the civilians in Manhattan killing each other? Where did they get bombs? Yeah, like, it was just really shitty to have this take place in the middle of nowhere. I would have liked to see some of the action. I would have liked there to be people. Yeah, or or if that was the point, is this? it's this big military plan that is supposed to, like, drive us against each other. Why would you make a movie that has eight characters? Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're, you're talking about literally a country, like, a global or nationwide yeah, that's, fucking epidemic. Like end of the world shit going on, and it's like, all right, it's gonna be focus... in a little beach house in Montauk with six <laughs> people. Like, what are you fucking nuts? Who don't even really fight at all. Like, yeah, dude, they don't even know each other. Like, it's just like they doubt each on. other, but that's about it. Is they they're like constantly talking about doubting each other, but then bending over backwards to help each yeah, other. Yeah, because to me, that always that really bothered me because there's such a bigger picture going on, and it's like. You know, it's they're just like, the I don't trust you. Oh, you're shady. Oh, you're shady. It's like, look around, dude. There's bigger shit going on than just being like, like, now's the time to team up. 
Now's the time to make something happen and try to figure something out. But they're so busy being like, I don't like that they're in the basement. And then they're in the basement. Like, I don't like that they're up there and we can't be in our own house. I'm like, dude, can you shut the fuck up? Like a cruise ship just crashed onto the beach. Yeah, Nine was... planes crashed. Everything's just good. The Teslas are crashing. It, Everything's it, just crashing. It felt like two movies squished together yeah. for no reason. Because yeah. it's like this big political theme, Which but it's is... a small like horror movie. I, I hate politically themed movies. I mean, listen, if you, if that's what you wanted, then don't make it about two families in a house. Like you can, you can't have both. You can't have like this grand scheme and this little tiny personal uh, conflict. Like they were working against each other constantly. And like, I I guess it worked in the background, but like, I thought the movie, it was going to end up that nothing was going on, that it was going to be like these two families drove each other to paranoia for no reason. Yeah. But there is something going on. Even that seems like a red herring. Everything's just like... Yeah, but like, so there is something going on. Why wasn't that the focus? Like that... Yeah, they were all focused on just each other. The movie wanted you to focus on the conflict of the two families. Yeah. But the greater conflict is like 10,000 times more important. Yeah, which I guess (laughs) one could even argue, oh, maybe that was the point. But uh, I mean, give me a break. The only, if that's the point, I'm mad still. Yeah, the only point I could get is that, like, we shouldn't fight with each other, but the families don't even, they don't even really fight. They, like, bicker a little bit. Yeah. And then they straight up try to have sex with each other. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not the same thing, dude. That's not how you go about writing that story. I'm sorry. Um, It was fucking weird it was just weird yeah it was just not it was not put together well and again you're you rush into this script based off a book you're adding new characters and you're you're doing you're taking away from the original story and it's like you know it's like typical a studio buys the rights to this thing and then they change a bunch of shit that like it just doesn't work you know and then and that's the thing with this movie like nothing fucking worked mm-hmm. it was just like you know, and again, the first hour, I'm like, because it was kind of long, right? I think it was like, excuse me, like 2.20, 2 hours, 20 minutes, oh whatever God. it was. The first half, I'm like, all right, like, where the fuck is this thing it going? It felt a lot longer than it was. Yeah, and then just nothing, it just wound up being fucking nothing. And the, I think the, the ending was the, yeah. the most painful part, because it does just straight up stop. Yeah, it just stops, and I didn't care about any of the characters, man. There's absolutely no arc going on. Like, it, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no character arc. And there's if, no nothing. If there's there was nothing. an arc, it would be missing one third of it. Yeah, like the a, a story arc is beginning, middle, end, climax. It basically ended on the climax. Like the daughter goes missing. The 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 girls are fighting with deer. The the GH and Ethan Hawke drive over to Kevin Bacon's house. And they're to, arguing. Everyone's they're arguing. arguing. They have each other at gunpoint, which we didn't even talk about that stupid fucking scene. No uh, they have each other at gunpoint. Ethan Hawke is like, I'm a beta male. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, what did he say? He goes, I'm nothing without my iPhone. He's like, he's like, I can't do anything without my phone and my GPS. Yeah. He goes, because like one third of the movie, he was driving around lost. Yeah. Yelling at Spanish women. Yeah. He's like, I can't do anything. This woman without- runs up to him and she's like, ah, you to me, you to me. And he's like, I don't speak Spanish. And then they, he stares at her for a while and then he goes, sorry. And he drives away. Yeah. Which is fairly rational. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do either. Yeah. I would, I but then he feels really bad about it. And he's like super guilty about it. But I don't know. Nothing happened to her, right? I'm confused. I don't, I don't know. Because. Maybe she got hit by a plane. <laughs> it was a, uh, yeah, there was this, like this weird B plot kind of where for some reason all of Long Island went missing. Yeah. Everybody disappeared for no reason. and But they never explained why, how. Just everybody was gone except for Kevin Bacon and this these two family, the two main yeah. families. And it's like, where did they go? Why did they leave? Were they evacuated? Why didn't they come get GH and fam? Yeah, there there was just, and again, because it was just not a thought out script. And they're probably like, we'll get a bunch of A-listers. That, that will be the majority of the budget. We'll take place in mainly one house to cheapen that part of the budget. You know what I mean? They're trying yeah. to get like... 
spend the budget on like the, the, the talent and then just try to minimalize the story itself. Yep. And then that was just it. And it's like, great. Thank you for that. Awesome. Yeah. If I could give this zero stars, I would. <laughs> Should we get into the reviews? Please. This is for if you guys don't agree with us. Is it? Take it away, boys. So, um, when I after I watched this movie, I I wanted to know what the general population thinks because I've I've noticed that um, whatever I feel tends to be the opposite of the main consensus. Like if I like something, nobody likes it. And if I don't like something, everybody loves it. Been there. It's, it's, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. But, um, maybe I'm just fucking wrong. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I should just hang up my fucking podcast mic here. Good thing we came back. Kill myself. Hey, hey. Can you call me KS from now on? Actually, just Keegan will be fine. KS. KS. Uh, get out of my basement. Now, um, Anyway, so I looked up some reviews and I found something hilarious. I was like, "What? What is going on?" So on Google, Google reviews has two stars. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It has two stars. I thought, "Wow, that it lines up with my opinion perfectly." I wouldn't even given it that. I, if I could give us, if I could give a movie zero stars, I would. But I look up the fucking reviews, and I'll show some of them right now. Every single Google review is the exact same comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same one over and over and over again. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious. It's very funny. I was like, what and the, the fuck? The starting line of every review was, if I could give it zero <laughs> stars, I would. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Uh, some people were saying it was Russian bots. I, was like, I mean, I guess. We have to stop blaming everything on Russian bots. Yeah, though. right. I this think isn't, it was, this isn't the Cold War. Then, what I'm, would you rate this movie out of ten? I don't do that. Oh, you do your yuck yum. Yeah, it's a big yuck for me. Yeah, the huge yuck. Well, so I, I will, I'll talk about the reason. A lot, a mixed bag with this movie is from what I what I gathered from all the different reviews. Yeah. Some people really like it, and some people think it fucking stinks. I I don't really see what there is to part like. Of, part of me wants. To, to boost up my rating a little bit just because the first half was really interesting but knowing that it, the second half just collapses then it's it all just seems pointless see I didn't even think the first half was interesting I don't know like it's just I knew all the characters were flat I think I was more just trying to figure out the situation because I'd never really heard much about the movie right. and I didn't watch a trailer so I had no idea what it was supposed to be about so I guess just for the first 45 minutes first hour I'm trying to piece it yeah, as, like, as knowing I, what happens, uh, terrible. I kind of, I can kind of usually figure out if I'm going to like a movie based on how it opens. And this movie opened like a fucking fever dream. Like I felt like I was being waterboarded. Yeah. This, uh, the movie pretty much cold opens to Julia Roberts freaking the fuck out. Um, and like it straight up opens with Ethan Hawke waking up and she's like in the corner of the room, like a fucking shirts and gremlin bag. being like, we gotta go to Montauk. Yeah. We gotta go to Montauk. He's like, yo, what the fuck's going on? She's like, we gotta go to fucking Montauk. We gotta go to Montauk. To me, to me, the funniest part was how she's like, oh, like I just had a feeling today. Like, we should just go. Yeah. And, and it was the- like this big exposition dump. Like it was yeah. like this big, like information dump. And I, I was thought like, it would be funny if she was like, I have a good feeling to just go to Montauk. I wish shit started hitting the fan right then and there. You know what? So then they couldn't leave. You know what? Another movie where they go to Montauk is Eternal uh, Sunshine, Sunshine of the Spotless, of the Mind. Spotless Mind, which like the first half of the movie is about why he took off to go to Montauk, <laughs> which is so fucking good. Best, my favorite romance movie in the world. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Maybe we'll review it. I don't know. Put it in the comments. Make Such some requests. Uh, genuinely a 10 out of 10 for yeah. me. Fuck yeah. But he, it's the same thing I just realized, is he just gets the urge to go to Montauk for no reason, jumps on a train and takes yeah, off. But, but it's not him just being like, I gotta go to fucking Montauk. Yeah. I gotta go to Montauk. It's like there. It the movie shows you 
that Jim Carrey's character isn't in a great mental state at the moment. He's yeah. kind of like getting the shit out of the stick. He doesn't like his job. His, he wakes up, his, there's a dent in his car. And it's like he, he just isn't happy yeah. and with anything. And it's very quietly narrated. Yeah. Like the subtleness in his voice. And you don't really hear, like you, you know, the narration takes over the actual visuals. So, and his voice is so like, I took off work today. Yeah, he's, this he's to my, and you're like calmly getting into this movie that's gonna turn into a shit show. Yeah, he's like depressed. Yeah, and the narration reflects that because yeah. it's him narrating it. Yeah, and it's not like I just felt the earth to go to my dog. Yeah, he's not having like a manic episode. He's just like I, just, I don't know why I got on a train and I left. And the movie does explain it eventually, but definitely watch that movie. Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Mark Ruffalo, Kirsten Dunst, great guest. Mark, you forgot Mark Ruffalo. I said Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I forgot Elijah Wood. Oh, Elijah Wood, that creep. Yeah. <laughs> he's so creepy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, like he's, like, like, he's like a little He's like, I, I read your love letters. <laughs> yeah. You want to go to, you want to go to Boston? <laughs> I will say, yo, his character was pretty fucking like, not, it, I'm trying to word it. He was a fucking creep. <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was a creep, but I liked what he was doing in the movie. I can't say it, but I liked that he was, like, as weird as he was. Like, yeah, I, I liked how fucked up it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked, I liked, listen, if you need any convincing to watch the movie, you can watch Mark Ruffalo dance in his underwear. And drink all Jim Carrey's beer. And fucking, and, and kick it with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Having sweaty gay sex. Oh, yeah. Just doing the gaying part. Just gaying all over each other. Well, on that note. (laughs) Yeah, I give this movie a big old yuck. Yeah, I'll yuck it up. I'll yuck it up. All right. And uh, I think that's it. I think... uh, I think we covered all the bases or lack thereof in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you know what? I I guess we're back. Yeah. I guess... uh, You say so? I, we did say that in the beginning, but uh, I wonder what we're gonna do next week. Ooh, we are gonna switch it up a little bit, um, because we've noticed. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm gonna get into it. You I mean, that, that's behind the scenes shit. We are gonna switch it up a little bit. We're gonna need recommendations more than ever. Yeah. Uh, we're not really gonna do new movies anymore, just because no it doesn't get us anywhere. No one goes to the movies. <laughs> Nobody clicks on those. We're going to be doing more well The time I've wasted going to the movies and watching bad movies we for watched, you fucking people. We watched two Transformers movies. The, new, get a collective. The, new, the new Indiana Jones movie. We watched two Transformers movies to I, get I 14 think, views out of dude, both of them. Dude, one of the only movies we saw in theaters for this podcast that I liked was the second Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I don't really know. I mean, I didn't really... I was going to watch that regardless. Yeah. I wouldn't say for fucking movie for the uh, podcast, but yeah, I mean, I like going to the theater, but me too. Uh, you the YouTube algorithm doesn't like it when we do that, I guess. All right. Well, anyway, this has been another mildly successful episode of the Degenerate Movie Reviews. We definitely. Reviewed a movie. We, we did do that. QR outro. Killer, killer follow up from Barbenheimer. Yeah. Thank, Thank God you guys waited several months for this one. We're at it.